0: A quick message before the episode gets underway. I'd just like to say how wonderful your business or event is. Our other listeners, of whom there are many, probably want to know about it too, right now at the start of the show. And isn't it great that you can use such a locally focused platform such as the RG10 podcast to let people know about it? So, why not advertise with us or sponsor an episode or series? Find out more at the end of the show. Welcome to the RG10 podcast, brought to you by the people behind RG10 magazine. The aim is to bring you interviews, information and entertainment. In fact, anything interesting that's relevant to living around here. Here's a scenario for you. You're on holiday. You meet someone new, they ask you where you live. Maybe you say Charville, perhaps it could be Wargrave or Twyford. I don't know where you live, that would be a bit creepy, wouldn't it? Anyway, they give you a blank stare. There's an awkward pause. You wait a second and then you say, it's near Reading. Ah, they say, Reading. I don't know much about Reading. Well, this is then your chance to bombard them with facts about the bright lights, the bustling metropolis of RG1. But what if your knowledge of Berkshire's big smoke starts and ends with the shape of the hexagon theatre? What if all you know is that Reading SC don't play at the Majedski, they play at the Medeski? And it isn't even called that anymore. Well, maybe you and your new holiday friend should take part in one of Terry's Reading walkabouts. They are easy guided walks led by Reading native Terry Dixon, the aim being to explain and entertain. He's got a wide range of themed walks. For example, there's Edible Reading, Reading Architecture, Women of Reading, Crime and Punishment and new ones on the way. I joined Terry for his Huntley and Palmer's 200th anniversary walk. By the way, there's also a YouTube version of this episode on the RG10 magazine channel if you want to see some of the sites.
1: Well, I started originally as a way of kind of getting fit, and I'm very much a people person, and I wanted to understand and appreciate the history of my hometown so much more. And what a better way than doing it by leading guided walks around ready?
0: And what's your background? Are you a historian? You know, why you? I'm not
1: a historian. I have an O-level in history many, many, many years ago. But my dad started me off with so many passions, passions for sports, and history was one of them. And he used to talk about when he was still with us about the history of Reading, how important the Abbey was, and all these things. And I thought, when I retire, I've got wonderful hobbies, photography, gardening, but they're solitary. I'm not a solitary people. I like meeting people. I need to meet people. And I thought, well, if I combine them, by doing guided walks, learning about the history, turn them into cue cards, and then engaging with people. And it's just been a wonderful journey.
0: You could literally stand, say, uh, you know, at at the roundabout by decathlon and throw a stone. You've got the jail, you've got the abbey ruins, and you've got the Huntley and Palmer's building. Just in that, zone alone. Then you've got Forbury Line just up the road as well. You've got so much history just waiting to be discovered, haven't you?
1: We have. And it's a shame that it's not well known before, but it's good for me. Because I've had this wonderful journey. I've raised over now £12,000 for mainly local charities, about 15 charities in total. I've taken well over 2,500 people out on my walks. I have a very high proportion of people who keep coming back. I have to add new walks every year because some of them have done all of them and they want to know what I'm going to do next year.
0: Yeah, who do you tend to get coming on the walks?
1: It's a good mixture. I've done. A, I've been very popular this year to do my Ghost of Halloween where I'm getting scouts and lots of youngsters and the leaders come along. Um, but generally, I do them all the time. I try and fit some in for the weekends for the people who are walking. But generally, my Democratic is over the age of 50 and a lot of people retire because they've got the time.
0: And I guess you must learn an awful lot uh, doing these walks. Is there anything, one or two things maybe, that uh, spring to mind instantly that uh, you've, you've come across, you know, those, well, I never knew that, that's a big deal kind of moments.
1: So many of them. Do you want to be here for the next two hours? Go on, give me one.
0: Give you one. of
1: Photography started in Reading in Baker Street with the wonderful Fox Talbot. There are photographers from all over the world who come to Reading to stand at the top of Russell Street when it rains to do that iconic photograph that goes back, what, 150 years. That's one.
0: The best way to learn about history, to be inspired by it, is to actually get out there and see it. As you said to me just before we started the interview, not just be sitting in there in a classroom.
1: We can all read about it and the wonderful kind of internet is a great way of doing it. But as my dad started off with me, when I was young and doing the Civil War, he whisked me off to Corf Castle. And when you're that age, you just want to jump over the walls and carry a sword and everything else. But he sowed those seeds. And when I was able to retire at 58, I'm reaping that reward because every day I find a wonderful tangent out to to Reading and it's just, sometimes you have to dig deep, sometimes people talk to me about it, so it's wonderful.
0: Are there things that you thought were true, any historical facts that you thought were true, but... uh... Have been debunked since uh, you've been doing these walks yes
1: i've got to be careful here because they're two of my main bits i do in my main walk. but yes the forbury lion yes there's a major myth that goes well, around I'm gonna,
0: I get is it the way it walks
1: it, it is said that the lion can't walk the gate is wrong and it was based on a cat total wrongness and also that the sculpture uh Blacknell simmons part of the famous simmons family was so much in disgrace when he was found out he drowned himself in the river. Load of rubbish. What I believe is this was all created because he had friends of society high up and he also had friends of society down. He also had betting debts. He used to play billiards when it wasn't. So after he died there was a small minority of people in Reading who set out to destroy his reputation. A bit of like Trumpism if we would say these days. Not real.
0: And, uh, like you say, we've been doing the Huntley and Palmer's uh, walk today. Is there anything uh, particular in the Huntley and Palmer's walk, again, don't give away too much of the gold here, that uh, really surprises people, would you say?
1: Uh, Yes, I think they they don't realise necessarily how big the factory covered, how complex it was, how well it was managed. They certainly don't realise that the biscuits went all over the world, literally, to the Antarctic. Um, and like I said, they got turned into a pool before uh, a white man did.
0: Finally then, if you were going to, uh, and this is the most important question I'm going to ask, um, if you're going to uh, pick over history your favourite biscuit, what would it be?
1: That's a very difficult I know, keep,
0: it, keep it brief.
1: Um, I I probably would go for one that's not always other people's favourite, and that's the Garibaldi. I always liked the Garibaldi biscuit, and I like the history behind it as well.
0: Is that a Huntley and Palmer's biscuit?
1: Well, yes. Um, (laughs) It's a difficult one because other people would have made different versions of it. Certainly the Oliver, the Bath Olivers, and the wonderful story of how that got its name. And the digestive, of course, which does what it says on the tin.
0: Well, the RG10 podcast, never afraid to embrace controversy. Terry, thank you very much indeed.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity. Hope to see you come on another walk and we can discover some more of our history.
0: I'd love to. Thank you. Terry Dixon there from Terry's Reading Walkabouts. And if you want more information, go on to Facebook and search for Terry's Reading Walkabouts. We'll leave links in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the RG10 podcast. We're now into the fourth year of the show and have built up a growing number of listeners and viewers. Yes, you can watch the podcast on YouTube and see clips on social media too. And if you sponsor or advertise with us, you'll be speaking directly to local and engaged potential customers, just like I am to you. Finally, if you've got any thoughts about who or what we can include in future episodes, then please do let us know via the rg10mag.com website or on any of our various social media channels. Thanks for listening.